KC Covers Country. Elvis Presley's on a brand new Christmas duet with one of our country artists. Yes, Kane Brown released his version of Blue Christmas, featuring vocals by the late Elvis Presley, who first made the song famous back in 1957. When it came time to choose a song to record for this holiday season, the decision was easy for Kane Brown because he says Blue Christmas is one of his favorites. Kane says, quote, I used to sing it all the time whenever I was first coming up in the music scene, just while I was warming up or playing around on stage. So when I got asked to do a Christmas song, I said, of course, I have to pick that one. And if you're wondering what Elvis's voice sounds next sounds like next to Kane Brown's, it goes like this. You'll be doing all right with your Christmas Right? That actually sounds really great. Kane is not actually the first person to do this either. The Beach Boys, Willie Nelson, Jin- Johnny Cash, Lady A, and a lot more artists have used Elvis' voice on new songs in the past, including Martina McBride, who also did Blue Christmas years ago with Elvis on the track. So I posted the full thing to our Facebook page and Instagram story so you can go take a listen to the song. I know there's probably a lot of mixed opinions about this. I think it sounds really good, though. As yesterday was Halloween, we got a glimpse of what all of our country artists wore and their families and their costumes and all the festivities. Ooh, cute. Last weekend, we saw that Kelsey Ballerini dressed up as Cowgirl Barbie from the new Barbie movie, and I couldn't help but notice all the others last night as the night was wrapping up. Luke Bryan and his wife Caroline always have an awesome sense of humor and Luke took one out of your book this year, Remy. Oh, fantastic. I like it. He dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. (laughs) Dress, cape, and all. Nice. Stockings. And then Caroline was the wolf disguised as the old lady. Okay. Which, as I was looking at their costume, reminded me, what a wild tale. Oh, Little Red Riding Hood? Yes. Oh, As yeah. I was looking at it, I was like, is she a, what is she? Before I remembered how the story actually goes. <laughs> Caroline posted a photo and said, Halloween at my house. Poor Luke is always a good sport. But part of me thinks that it's Luke's idea every time he puts on a dress. Oh, very much so. Another good sport is Zach Bryan, who dressed up as himself, arrested. Because if you're going to get arrested and have the whole country talk about it, you might as well make it your Halloween costume. I was gonna. Th- I was. I was thinking, what is Zach Bryan gonna dress up as? Because he doesn't seem like the Halloween type. He seems kind of serious. You yeah, mean? yeah. 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 So of course he dressed up as himself. That makes sense. Wearing a orange jumpsuit. I guess he was in New York City, so he stood in front of a New York City police van with real life officers with him, and his girlfriend Bree was there, and she was also dressed as an officer. And the fans were commenting on the photo like, "Zach, you're supposed to dress up as someone else for Halloween. Uh, come on." <laughs> he was someone else that night. He didn't know who he was. <laughs> and somehow Thomas Rhett and Shay Mooney ended up in the same the same wavelength. The same costume. Both families dressed up as characters from Mario Brothers, Um, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, it was kind of a big movie this year. Yeah, and both dads wore the Bowser costume. Solid. Shane Mooney posted a video of himself playing piano, I guess playing like one of the songs from the movie. Peaches, Peaches, for sure. Yeah. You've seen the you've seen the movie. I have seen the movie. Yeah. I've not seen the movie. <laughs> but when Thomas Rhett saw that, he was like, "Hey, man, we're on the same wavelength." Posts the same exact video. It was like deja vu as I was scrolling. Wow. 
Um, all the costumes are awesome. Kane Brown dressed up. Luke Bright, or I'm sorry, Luke Holmes' little boys were dinosaurs. And lucky for you, I've reposted all the photos to our Facebook page and our Instagram. Brad Paisley is once again proving why he is the golden boy of country music, and it is always because he is helping out and putting others first when he can. So you may know about Brad Paisley and his wife, Kimberly Williams Paisley. They are store. It's called... Well, it's called The Store, and it's a free referral-based grocery store where families in need can go to stock up on their pantries necessities. Well, this holiday season, they're actually making The Store into a toy store as well. So a donation drive launches today on Amazon with a wish list, or they're taking financial donations, but it'll run all the way through December 1st, just in time for families in need to go shopping and get their holiday shopping and toys for their children before the holidays. Brad Paisley says, we've always wanted to see a toy store pop up around the holidays that has the same framework and model as our grocery store so that our customers can come shop for gifts for their family with dignity and choice. We are so excited to see it come together this year. And like I said, Brad is always up to something when it comes to helping out others and one-upping himself with every new venture. He and his wife, Kimberly, are the absolute best. And I'm going to post this Amazon wish list link to our Facebook page at 923WIL. So if they inspire you, if you're a Brad Paisley fan at all and you want to help out, maybe go buy a toy and donate it to a great cause, that will be the link to do so, like I said, on our Facebook page. John Party has released his very first Christmas album. Woo! Too early to start talking about Christmas? No. Because let's be honest. I, mean, I think as long as you don't play it, yeah. you're safe. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll just play you a little bit then. We won't go too wild. John Party released his very first Christmas album. It's called Merry Christmas from John Party. Super basic. That's fine. <laughs> and he's actually been sitting on it for a while, just really waiting for the season to get here. Well, we recorded uh, Merry Christmas from John Party in February. It was still cold out. A lot of the standards is recording the record in July. You know how hot it is in July in Nashville? The last thing you want to think about is Christmas in July. So instead, they did it right after Christmas last year and said, all right, we'll just sit on it and forget about it until the next season comes around. Which I think about that sometimes, too. Like, when you are recording a Christmas album, when are you doing that? Yeah. they. <laughs> that is interesting that it was that much of a big deal that he, they couldn't do it. Right. He went on, like, whenever he was talking there, he went on to say, like, there's no way I could have recorded a Christmas album if I wasn't wearing a coat to the studio. A lot of the track list includes a lot of new original songs, which sound very John, just by the titles. Some of them are Beer for Santa, and Santa looks a lot like Daddy. (laughs) There are... Daddy. (laughs) There are also some, you know, favorites that you're going to know and recognize, like Let It Snow, Winter Wonderland, and All I Want for Christmas is You. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This throws me so many, like, Hallmark movie vibes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's the end credit scene where they're, you know, walking off into the snow land or whatever. And and it's John Party in the background. Listen, no disrespect to Thanksgiving. It's just... In my opinion, way less festive than Halloween and Christmas. Some things to look forward to at the CMAs coming next week. The CMAs are on, I think, November 8th. And something you could be looking forward to is a tribute to an artist that we lost this year, a performance by a pop hip-hop artist. 
and Carrie Underwood's thoughts. Carrie Underwood and Lainey Wilson are the only two women nominated in a male-dominated Entertainer of the Year category. So it's Carrie, Lainey, mm-hmm. Morgan, Luke Combs, Stapleton. Gotcha. And it's been 12 years since a woman has won the CMA Entertainer of the Year. The last woman who won CMA Entertainer of the Year was... Uh, Reba. No. Taylor Miranda Swift. Lambert. <laughs> has Miranda Lambert never won it? I actually don't think Miranda has won it. Man. I think she's a big uh, ACM girl. Carrie Underwood has never won it. I don't remember. She had to share it. She had to share with it Thomas with Thomas Rapp. Uh, you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. That, in 2020. I don't even get me started on that. Yeah. But yeah, it's been a long time since a woman's won. In 2011 was the last time. So we're definitely rooting for Carrie and for Lainey, obviously. Um, but the other guys are Morgan, Luke Combs, Stapleton. Speaking of those guys, rumor has it best friends Morgan Wallen and Hardy are performing together at the CMAs with a pop hip hop artist. I was going to have you guess who it is, but you just saw it. I'm excited for this. And um, you you sound like a fan. I Well, I... I, think I don't want to give too much away. You say it, and then and then we can expand from Post there. Malone. Post Malone. Yeah. Yes. And we've seen him kind of dabble in the countryside of things over the past couple of years doing some Brad Paisley stuff. And, and always, he sounds good. Always claiming he's going to make a country album, but never fully giving us too much or never saying too much about it. Yeah. I think he might pull a Taylor Swift and just drop one one day and not tell well. anybody. Um, so maybe we'll get a little glimpse of that in this performance. They're all like the same age. They all have the same vibes thrown around. So I think it'll be a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, it will be fun. And a cool video to repost the next day. And finally, you can keep an eye out for Kenny Chesney and Alan Jackson's tribute to Jimmy Buffett as well. The CMAs are in it. The CMAs are airing next Wednesday, November 8th. There you go. Is this enough to get you to watch it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too easy. It's just too easy to, catch, to watch it the next morning to or to watch the, the highlights. highlights. Yeah. Yes. Catch the highlights. And I'll obviously post them to the Facebook page. If we can't have Brad and Carrie, we'll gladly take these two instead. Luke Bryan is about to pull double duty on one of the biggest nights in country music. He is set to host the 2023 CMAs alongside his bestie, Peyton Manning. Solid. Um, Did they do this last year? I think so. Yeah. I think so, too. Because the announcement that they made involved a video of Peyton and Luke on horseback mm-hmm. riding off into the sunset <laughs> together, yes. leaving Nashville. And uh, they get a phone call asking if they'd like to do the CMAs again. So, should we give it another shot? Yeah, I think we do. We're in. Back to Nashville. Yeah, how you get off this thing? Yeah, uh, a little help here? You all right? I, I got it. These two are so funny. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest, didn't watch CMAs last year, so I don't know how funny it was, mm-hmm. but I know individually they're great. I feel like that's a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people don't watch catch the headlines the yeah next you gotta day. catch them the next day and the highlights sometimes they go the, the cmas especially they go forever like they just go they on so and on and i will say this this is i don't know if this is a hot take or if this is just my personal opinion but i have let go of brad and carrie I've let it go. You've let it go. I've let it go I because have- for years i've been like well maybe if we just keep saying things you know, law of attraction will step into place and then we'll get Brad and Carrie back. I don't think it's happening. So I've let it go to a certain extent. Do what are they my top choice still? Yes. But remember that one year it was like Kane Brown and 
Kelsey. Kelsey. And yeah. then they were like, well, wait, let's add Dolly. Uh-huh. And it was just a little, it was just, it was just a lot going on. I just want a little consistency, I think. Luke, Peyton. Yeah. I'm down with it. It feels like everybody is pretty cool with that. Luke's also going to be taking the stage as a performer at some point in the show. He's celebrating his 30 number one singles, which is a milestone he hit last month in, in September. And he said online, it's pretty surreal to think about all the people involved in making 30 number one hits happen. A special thanks to all my songwriters and producers on these songs. I'm humbled to celebrate the accomplishment with so many people involved in my career, including all my artist friends. Couldn't have done it without y'all. So uh, I'm sure when he performs, I think it's like a medley of a lot of those songs. Yeah, that'd be nice. Because I feel like in the past, it's just been one song. You know, I like the medleys. Things that you know and recognize and can sing along to. Medleys and pyro. If those two things combine, I'm good. Well, it is Luke Bryan. <laughs> yeah. So I can imagine both of those things will be involved. The CMAs are airing on November 8th. What was your favorite Halloween costume of all time? Did you think of one? Um, Probably when I dressed up like a fish. A fish? Yeah. My mom and I made this like chicken wire form of a fish and then we put sheets around it. Your mom seems very crafty. Like she She was was, going to get it done. I think there are generally two ways that people go or come up with costumes. And there's one, the barely a costume costume. And then two, the over the top costume. And when it comes to the barely a costume part, that's where Darius Ruck, Darius Rucker. I almost said Darius Ruckus. (laughs) (laughs) I like that name better. That's where Darius Ruckus has us covered. My favorite costume was easy. From the time I was six to the time I was 13, uh, those seven years I went as a football player because you you would come up for football practice to go out (laughs) and trick or treat. Which I feel like so many people do. I remember doing that growing up, like just using the dance costumes that we were wearing in recitals and call it Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I went as like a duck hunter several years. That's super easy. Camouflage and a duck call. Especially for that like (laughs) junior high to probably college age. I think that when you're not really trying too hard, unless you're Eric Church and you're in college and you realize, oh, I'm going to go all out this year. My favorite costume really came my first year of college. We didn't have costumes and didn't realize till we were on the way that we had to have costumes. So we stopped at a costume place in Greensboro, North Carolina, but they had the full costume Sesame Street outfits. Uh, we were Elmo, Cookie Monster, and I was Big Bird. And Big Bird, about seven foot four, and you looked out of the body, so the head would fit it. And so I would be walking one way, and the head would be facing the other. And people were talking to my ass end, you know. <laughs> the whole time, people come up and start talking, going, hey, turn around, and I turn around, and they know, hey, turn around. You he know? tells a whole story about how beers are involved on Halloween, and when yeah. you've got a costume that can really mess with people like that, it makes for a way more fun time. Eric Church is like the coolest country artist of all time, right? And he's dressed as Big Pulling Bird for Halloween. Bird. I love that. I mean, if I would have told you that story and said, guess the artist, you would have never guessed it. No. Oh, gosh, no. Love it. So I will put all of our artists' favorite Halloween costumes and stories up on our Facebook page, Instagram. Chris Stapleton talks about the thing that stood between him becoming a singer and just being some guy who sings. So Chris Stapleton did a Sunday episode of the Today Show, and he was asked, what is it that made you or people, whether it be your parents, your teachers, your mentors, or someone in the music business, what made you start realizing that your voice is different? What made people start paying attention to you? Was there a moment, a talent show, uh, something or another? And his answer is so simple. It's like 
almost complicated. I always think at some point people only maybe regard it as special or something when you start to have some kind of notoriety with it, you know, like otherwise you're a dude that sings, you know. You know, I spent a lot of time trying to be other people, you know, like I love Vince Gill. I've, I've, I've tried so hard to be Vince Gill and sound like Vince Gill. There's lots of recordings, of, demo recordings of me like wishing I was Vince Gill. But I'm not I'm not any of those people. And, and eventually, you hopefully, you find out. There's something he says in there that just being some guy who sings. Yeah. Because not to dog anybody, but we all know, oh, that guy who sings. Like that guy in your friend group, he sings. <laughs> that guy, that one that plays the guitar and he sings sometimes. But if he got notoriety, it would be a whole different thing. Notoriety, which yeah. brings me to this mindset of like the fake it till you make it because quote, making it, air quotes, is uh, is really only when someone outside of your body is like, huh, did you hear him? <laughs> or wait, that, that was actually pretty good. Whether that comes from like a teacher or the academy, yeah, you know, and he's receiving Grammys in 2015 after releasing his debut album the first thing he ever dropped yeah so i gotta say that that was probably the thing that distinguished him between you know being a singer and just being some guy who sings gosh even still when he went on i remember when he went on radio tour when he first started and he came by and his voice was amazing and it still took you like remember four him or on five radio years. tour yeah it still took him four or five years to, for people and even when he won his first like cma or grammy people are like who's this Who's Chris Stapleton? Totally. So he's just, he's one of those guys that he's not a Luke Bryan. He's not going to be out there shaking his thing. Totally. <laughs> I have this feeling and because Chris Stapleton, like I said, he really, I want to say hit the ceiling, hit the ground running in 2015, but I have this feeling that he's never not been there, that he's yeah. been there forever. Yeah. Like I almost can't remember country without Chris Stapleton. Exactly, it's kind of like uh, like he's always been a part of the Nashville scene in one way or another, and now he's just in my mind. He didn't just face. get here eight years ago. Yeah, he's been and um, yeah, Chris Stapleton. Also, another thing I always say is something about male artists and male singers. I think they have a much easier time not to call out, the, like you mentioned, Luke Bryan. But I think a lot of Luke Bryan's career is based on his personality yeah. and like his outgoingness. His tight pants. Where His tight pants. <laughs> Whereas Chris Stapleton, it really is about like the voice and yeah. the spirit and the soul behind it all. So. Raw talent. Exactly. And sheer sexiness. Obviously. <laughs> in that beard. Lauren Elena is getting married and she says that the wedding planning and the wedding is not what she expected. Lauren Elena is getting married to her fiance Cam Arnold in the next coming months and all the celebrations for their upcoming wedding is already Underway. So she's been sharing a ton of planning and festivities on her social media, like a video from the day she went wedding dress shopping with her mom to photos from their wedding shower. And if you're wondering what kind of wedding Lauren Elena would have, um, it looks like she and Cam had some conflicting some conflicting ideas. He wanted a big wedding, and I did not want a big wedding. So we compromised and we're having a gigantic wedding. <laughs> I feel like a lot of uh, people could probably relate to that. <laughs> have you, you seeing some of the inspiration and seeing some of the lead up to the wedding? Do you see you and Lauren Elena having anything in common at this point? No. <laughs> um, just because she, you know, I even though she said she wants to have a small wedding, you know, Lauren Elena, she's so over the top. Yeah. She's so outgoing. She's so loud. She's doing like the bridal showers and the wedding showers. And she's probably going to have a super elaborate, big, loud dress, um, which is great. Do you think it'll be white? Lauren's? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I could see her going like some crazy color. I could see her doing like a blush, maybe like a tinge of pink. Yeah. But no, I think it'll be white. She says um, she's sorry that she's sharing so much about her engagement chapter and posted and said, but I can't wait to marry my best friend and become Mrs. Arnold. So I'm going to soak up every minute of this season of life before we say I do. And she said, even though, you know, she wanted to have a small wedding, but that wasn't going to fly for her fiance. And now there's going to be many more people not only sitting in the audience, but standing with them as well. You know, Cameron has been a groomsman in like 18 weddings. You know the movie with 27 dresses? So that is him. He has 18 groomsmen. 18 groomsmen. That's silly. Which That's makes me silly. Makes me question if she's matching that and going to put 18 girls up there. Man. So Cameron... He is a what? Is he an artist as well? No, is he's he like a, f- a lay person. He's like a, a finance guy. He's a lay He's a peasant. He's, That's yeah. why he wanted a big wedding. Yeah. She's, she's like, I've been in this industry for a long time. I've been just in front of enough crowds. Close friends and family. And he's like, nah. He's like, nah, girl, this is my chance. I'm marrying a country superstar. Long later. Let's go. Every time I've seen him, he's so quiet and reserved. But something tells me he's a little crazy and it's going to show at this <laughs> giant <Yeah>. wedding. <laughs> Kelsey Ballerini's making more than music these days. Now she's releasing something that she uses every time before she steps out onto a stage. We know she's worked with CoverGirl in the past. And her signature sparkly stage look is the inspiration for her newest collab with CoverGirl, a collection of glitters called the Exhibitionist Liquid glitter eyeshadow. Remy, I know you've been dying to try it. I hear the word glitter and I am running away. (laughs) The opposite direction. Just not a fan. You're not a fan (laughs) of glitter because you feel like you can never get it off. That's true. Yeah, and if if you're wearing it on your face, like say my wife has it on like as part of makeup, whatever, and you want to go for a little smooch. And you got glitter all over your mouth. It's weird. Mouth. Is, except until now, when it's gorgeous. Kelsey mm. said, quote, makeup's always been a form of creativity and self-expression. For me, it was an honor to be personally involved with selecting the packaging, the shade range, the shade names, and everything involved. Working with CoverGirl to launch my very own collection inspired by my favorite holiday looks is an absolute dream come true. I'm glad she mentioned holiday looks because this is perfect for like winter, especially stocking stuffers. These are easy little things to just finish yeah. Off a gift. Yeah. Write this idea down if you feel like you're going to need it. Um, and Kelsey's known to do all of her own makeup on her tours and her concerts. So this partnership makes a lot of sense. I feel like we always see videos of, or we used to see videos of her sitting down on her tour bus and doing her own makeup before a big show. Yeah. Man. I'm, I'm still on the you glitter can't thing. Get past I'm the sorry. glitter. No. But this glitter's not going to come off. I know this because as I was doing my research, somebody asked her, like, okay, how easy is it to take it off at night? And she was like, you need two steps. It's like a wipe and a, and a soap. As long as it's two a wipe cleansers. and a soap, then fine. It's not going to come off on your husband. But my wife always says that, too. She, she'll hand me things knowing that they, they're shimmery or whatever. She'll be, she'll be like, it's not, it doesn't come off. It, doesn't, it comes off. Every time it comes off. And it's on my hand. And then I'm, I got one little piece of glitter under my eye. And everybody's like, hey, you got glitter on your face, bro. Okay. You should wear that like a badge of honor. You should say, don't you know that this is Kelsey Ballerini's liquid eyeshadow collection? And my wife was so lucky to receive it for me as a Christmas gift this year. Connor. Casey covers country.